Hello and welcome. You're very welcome back. This is the James Hempton Show. And today I'm joined by Ashling College. Ashling is a personal trainer or... I don't even know if you would call a personal trainer anymore. That's the kind of discussion that we had. Has the term personal trainer moved on and evolved into maybe something much greater than what it is now? Also, we discussed the importance of habits and creating habits for success, whatever that may be in life, but creating habits that are long-lasting that you're going to stick with, along with how to manage stress and the importance of having tools in place so that you can manage stress when it comes upon you, whether that be client or coach or anyone at all. Just stress management. How are you managing stress when it comes upon you? Along with a few other aspects regarding training, we mentioned and we touch on photo shoots, her own experience of going through a photo shoot um, and what happened to herself, what she recommended as well, is, is a question that comes across. Along with much more. So sit back, enjoy, relax. Um, I hope you enjoy it and all the best. Get into it. The camera is rolling. It always feels weird starting off, doesn't it? <laughs> always feels a bit strange. Sorry not to get the giggles. Exactly. So, everyone, welcome back. Uh, this is another episode, episode two of uh, the James Hempton Show. That's what I've called it for the time being. But I'm joined today by Ashleen. And the reason why I wanted to bring you on was to get kind of a female's perspective on the fitness industry. So, if you'd like to give yourself a little introduction, Ashleen. Hello. <laughs> uh, my name is Ashleen College. I am a full-time PT and health coach. Um, I haven't always been that, but we'll get into that. But um, I've been in the industry for about two years full-time now, and I'm absolutely loving it. Loving, loving life. And busy at it as well. Yeah, very. Flat out. Yeah. Tell me, Ashleen, would, would a lot of your work, does it consist, has it changed since you originally went into SDPT? Was it, is it more kind of... Maybe you were previously on the floor, more online, or has on online came into a, a bit more since you've been there? Yeah, so I started when the first lockdown happened. Yeah. So we, as soon as I got qualified, we were straight into online. So it was no way. very much just Zoom classes on laptops, which was miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Watching people work out in their kitchen was not, not it's, great. It's a massive struggle, isn't it? Oh my God. Or it was, was anyway. It was. I couldn't even see them half the time because they'd be on the floor. Do you know what's so crazy? I was only thinking about this today because I was only thinking about the lockdowns. It's crazy to think they actually happened i know we so quickly forget that that was once part of our life i know and now it's not and very now it's weird not. yeah very, very strange weird. so the first the first lockdown i was a client with the gym yeah um and i did the course part-time the owner of the gym asked me to do the course part-time so i did that online it and then Stephen. Stephen, yeah. Stephen, yeah. yeah um i was the client and he needed needed a bit of a hand so i did that and uh, by the second lockdown then I was working for them so yeah it started off with Zoom classes which was weird no way and, and then more floor hours and now I'm more I do some floor hours but I'm mainly an online coach now so I will online coach the clients that we have in the gym oh, so I don't necessarily see them on the floor because they can pick whatever times that suit them to train of course yeah and then I do all their check-ins and everything with them so it's kind of a combo of the two now it's crazy to see uh, the growth and expansion of, of SDPT. Oh, it's incredible. Because I was yeah. there, I must have been there about six years ago with Jamie, Jamie Smith. Yeah. I actually done a transformation with him back then. And what I've seen at the gym now to where it is now, they have two places now. Yeah. They've grown dramatically. It's just, it's, it's, I admire the growth. It's great to see. Mm -hmm. And so will they expand. I, I'm They've never slowed so. down. I think no. lockdown really gave them the kick they needed. Yeah. 
Um, they, I mean, they were doing really well before that, but that was just a, okay, no, we really need to revamp how we do things here oh, and really, yeah. really get the most value for the clients out of, out of what they do. But that's it's working. It definitely we're is. We're known as a bit of a cult in that place. Once you join, you don't, honestly, you don't leave. I honestly believe there's no, I think <laughs> that's a, a cult in a good sense. Yeah. That's what it is. That's a cult in a great sense. You're getting the best out of people. Yeah. And what, what's quite interesting, what I do admire about SCPT or Stephen and Martin, what they're doing is they're building a sense of community. Massively, where yeah. kind of a lot of gyms where people just come and go you know what i mean there's no real say for instance people on the floor that can actually they they recognize and they relate to them yeah it, is it all class-based now uh yeah so it's, it's all, all semi-private training so it's just, it's essentially pt but you're in a small group brilliant um but if you do the same times which people do kind of settle into a bit of routine you start to get yeah. to know the people that you're going you to do, and yeah and people, you'd be missed if you don't show up like you, people love familiarity don't yeah. they you love seeing the same face come in and again and then you recognize them and you're seeing their own growth as well yeah and so tell me with the online space is there key areas that that you focus on is it because attendance one or is different elements to um, it um it's What's what like on a daily basis? What would you be checking in with people for? So I th- every every week the clients will will do a check in for them like you would with any coach. Yeah. Um. But I will touch base with about sixty of our clients. So da- I might daily. run through not daily now. No, week, no, weekly. no. <laughs> At the moment it's weekly. Okay. Um. But they they have to talk about everything. So obviously food, nutrition, training, depth. that kind of thing is one side of it. But sleep, stress management. Interesting. Like they're always interesting way yeah. more important and it's funny like everybody comes in with the goal of fat loss yeah and then all of a sudden in their check-ins they're saying i slept amazing for the first time i don't feel as stressed i'm not comfort eating anymore wow um and, and even things like the gym like they they come in for fat loss and then all of a sudden they're delighted that they're hitting personal bests in the gym there you and go yeah so it's slowly you, you start to see that yeah i hit my calories today i'm delighted with myself and then it slowly creeps into you, actually i'm I'm not even thinking about that anymore. Exactly. You said something there, which I, the reason why I love doing what I'm doing now at the moment is the personal satisfaction you see in other people growing. Mm. I don't think there's any better feeling. And that kind of leads me on to the first question. It's like, how did you, so, so where did you start off career wise? Once you had left school, what kind of path did you go down? So you were in college? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I left school was, went straight into college to be a secondary school teacher um, always knew I wanted to teach people. I everybody grows up th- saying I want to do something that'll yeah, help people. Yeah. Um, but I loved one of our teachers in school. I just thought, right, this is it. I didn't really think about teaching in any other industry because mm. you're not exposed to it when you're younger, I yeah. suppose. Um, so I went into teaching, did a four year degree, went straight into a job, got a full time job, safe job for forty years if I wanted it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did it for three years, but in that three years, started working in the gym part time. Um, and just fell in love with that so I was working all day teaching and then waiting for the time that I could go and work the job I actually really enjoyed so I love that I love the transition because it just goes to show I suppose look you found something that you love to do yeah that's what it is and it took you to go through the the course you done the teaching course and to realize you're a teacher in just a different way yeah that's all it is that's all it is so it was the right the right passion but the wrong area exactly (laughs) and now you found it yeah and what a beautiful find it is yeah absolutely and and tell me so you said originally you started on the gym floor. It's more online based now. Actually, a question I had there, you mentioned stress management, which mm. is quite interesting. Uh, do you give techniques or how do you help people manage their stress better? It's mad. Like I, when I started off, you, you kind of think you're just going to give people 
protein targets and step targets and stuff yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden you realize that you're really slowly starting to become more of a life coach you probably have that yourself and even that's what I it know is from from your clients like if it does become things like that so the check-ins will start off with just about food and exercise and then all of a sudden like that you're you're looking at their so part of their check-in is you have to write your stress one to five and yeah. you could they could have a completely clean week perfect food perfect training yeah and their stress levels are five out of five so i just ignore the rest of that of and course. it's like okay what the hell's going on here um some of them spill their heart out to you you get very close to some people i'd say so yeah. um i know there's just say personal stuff but i mean even things like starting to journal and be a little bit more mindful and it's something that scares a lot of people but the very basics of it can actually make a massive difference like wow. i might tell them to write out to-do lists or do a brain dump before they go to sleep so anything that's stressing them out they have to write it out on a note on their phone and just leave it for the next day so it's not that, a problem that's incredible actually. Um, it's just a t- it's a tiny thing but it's just things that i've picked up along the way for myself that I tend to pass on to them. And then once the stress calms down, then all of a sudden they realize that their food, their energy levels, it all... You're changing people's lives. Yeah. Oh, and, I'm learning. I'm and, still and new to no, it. No, you're trying. learning. You're definitely learning. But you're changing people's lives through just sharing what you've experienced yourself. Yeah. Like, such as maybe writing in a journal or doing to-do lists, whatever it may be. Yeah. It has massive impact because you know when you're on a path and things are going well for you and the hobbies or routines or whatever the tasks that you're doing in the day are working out for you and they're making you a better person yeah they're making you feel a better way when you can share that with someone else and start to see them improve I, I, that's that's incredible you don't realize the power of how many lives you'll change from doing that alone which is a credit to you you <laughs> know what i mean and is this something you were taught or is it something they just kind of instinctively came to you um I, th- I would have always said I was a helper. Like, yeah. I loved giving people advice. Yeah. Always. It was yeah. just something I, I enjoyed. But, not, not, um, not telling people what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit of that as well. <laughs> Might have been why I went into teaching. Um, no, I've been I've been bossy since I could talk. It's just definitely. Na- it's, an, it's a natural thing. Natural trait. instinct. Natural trait, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think because I was, like, I started off as a client in the gym I work in now. Mm. All of our staff actually started off as clients. That's brilliant. And we were all working completely different jobs. None of us started off as trainers. Um, And it was just kind of that thing of, do you know what, this has changed my life in so many ways that I want to help other people do that. Um, And it doesn't matter who you are. Like, when I went into teaching, I was like, oh, same thing, I'll change people's lives. But teaching maths you take it or leave it, you probably will never use it again. Yeah. I, there's a math teacher admitting that you will never use the algebra there, again. There you go. But uh, it's it's very different when you're coaching people on how to just be happy day to day and mm. be healthy. Yeah. And uh, that made, when I started focusing on that, everything else in my life improved. So yeah. trying to give that to other people. Is focusing on your health is, is so important. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be extreme. No, think it doesn't. People think that even trainers online, like whenever I share the bad days and the days when, I do eat the dominoes and I don't do my steps. Like yeah. that's when I get the most response from people going, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, you're yeah. not perfect. I, that's that's <laughs> one thing I like about the whole SCPT gig is you're very all, you're all very transparent. Yeah. Very much so, you know, you're just kind of, it's very much real. It, it has just, to be. It has that's to what be. people relate to. That's why people stay. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't think that we have this massive expectation of them that they're just not going to meet because we don't meet it either. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Leading by example, leading yeah. by example. So the, the, the next question I had, um it's more of an in-depth question but is where do you see is there would health be a missing factor in fitness at the moment like a very interesting thing that you said they're dealing with stress management and sleep and that's much more in depth than just kind of the baseline of what an online coach that i I perceive it to be you know what i mean it's normally 
just a workout plan just a meal plan and how are people even following that there's not much adherence to it yeah. unless you really get to know someone in depth but going back to the question is health a missing aspect in fitness would you feel yeah i think so. Or i mean you, it depends on who you are there's lots of different coaching styles i think it's very easy to fall for the before and after pictures for yeah. the the transformations and although people have them in the best ways yeah um i think i mean it's been drilled into us since we were tiny and and social media has made it 10 times worse that unless you have abs and you look a certain way or a certain body fat percentage you're not healthy mm. when actually that can be the most dangerous thing particularly for females as well especially um, females, so yeah. a lot of clients come to me and they say right now this is what i want to look like just get me there and i'm as open and honest as i can be with them that if they do get there which i could do to them yeah but um they'd be miserable and they wouldn't be any healthier they'd probably be more damaged than they are now so that's so true that's so true that's a very kind of nuanced approach as well it's just giving people like not hyping their expectations or or not feeding into their expectations of how it can be yeah having a more realistic out um realistic kind of just perspective on things yeah which i think is very important to have yeah i mean is there any other areas would it just kind of the expectation of what people see online is there anything else that kind of comes to mind in terms of maybe is there a missing link kind of with with health in fitness oh absolutely sure yeah. people are only looking at their physical appearance yeah. as their marker for health that's but they're not looking true. at how well they're sleeping what their di- digestion is like how they um, feel their energy levels day to day their happiness day to day like i've had clients who tell me their relationship with their kids has completely changed once they start looking after themselves like you know you're always told put your own oxygen mask on first but yeah. people don't apply that to health yeah they just think right i'm a i'm a mom i've gained some weight i want to lose the the baby fat and they don't actually realize how much of themselves they've lost that's so true other than their weight it's nothing that, to do with their weight that's so true I, i've often said that you need to be selfless to be self you have to be selfish to be selfless like uh, you have yeah, to you 100%. have to you have to prioritize yourself first your own energy to be a better person for the people around you because when that happens, when you become a better person, it's like your inner circle, all these people that are close to you, they start to feed off that energy. You know what I mean? Massively. So your yeah. own energy is key. That's a great point you made there. So always prioritize kind of yourself first before anyone else. And look, it does sound extremely selfish, but it's for <laughs> it's for it's for a good reason. It's no, for but a good it, reason. It, it's a very good example. And when people actually start to do it, they do and they also in the same way will notice the people around them that have maybe been sapping some of that energy from yeah. them. Um, but like it's it's life changing when you look at a full picture of your health, like mm. emotional health, social health, all of those things are just ignored because people just think unless that scales is coming down, I'm not getting any healthier. I think that's a great point you made there. I think what's slowly happening bit by bit, and you've touched on it here, is that there's a more holistic approach to fitness now. I, f- yeah. I feel it's heading in that direction. Now, there's certain elements that are missing, but I feel that we're becoming more in tune with like you said just not the physical appearance of someone yeah like they could look physically amazing but be absolutely miserable you know what i mean there's no that, that for me that doesn't add up right you know what i mean yeah i've always said to every client that's that's came into me i want you to feel better about you you know what i mean that's the priority more than anything it's not how you look it's how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis and then in due course the looks come with it anyway which is just an yeah, added exactly. bonus you know exactly. what i mean <laughs> and you're making someone much more confident who they are it's like their inner circle changes and they what's what's some of the best compliments that i've heard back is other people talking about maybe a client that i had at the time how they've changed dramatically like for, for example you just mentioned someone to me there that was with me and it's like to see that in someone else to see that change is like i don't think 
it's the biggest job satisfaction you can ever have if you classify it as a job it is a job it's like the satisfaction of that would never compare to maybe something that you've done with teaching yeah you know a kid gets a a, a great grade in maths but it's yeah, like yeah it's a tick the box though i you think know? i think what personal training is or self-development I, I almost i would tell myself as like a self-development coach now and not yeah. like just a personal trainer because you i never like say personal trainer i say health I think coach I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like i get offended when I, people call me I, a personal I, trainer i don't think the personal trainer title has a great rap anymore no. i feel it do, i feel it's it's a very saturated industry and it's I would it's, put class it, it, personal it, it, trainer as somebody who just works in a gym. Yeah, There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I am yeah. a personal trainer as part of my role, yeah. but I don't just tell people to pick up weights and put them back down again. Like I <clears> look at, and most personal trainers now actually do look at everything. They have to. Um, I think, I, th- but yeah, it's just, it doesn't seem like a, a big enough title for what we actually do. <laughs> no, I don't think it is either. Because like, like you said there, you're developing someone, which yeah. is so key. I mean, that's like, I don't think... And I've I've said this since I started doing this that no job could compare to this. No, I don't believe I don't I, I don't because it's so personal as well. You know, it's so personal. Like you're almost building this relationship with someone else. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. whether it be online or in person, you know what I mean. But it's a strong bond that you create when you're helping someone succeed. You're seeing them succeed. It's like it, you 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 become so proud of it. I know it's ridiculous. Well, I, 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 I do anyway. You get emotional. In yeah, the yeah. Check-in. I know. Am I yeah. sorry? Am I sorry? Tearing up here. Yeah. But um. Yeah, look, I think that was you spoke very well there in terms of where the missing links are. But it, it yeah. is it is nice to see that fitness is becoming more holistic. It's a more holistic approach now. There's so many dynamics to health that it's not just this one key area of physical phys, uh, physically looking well. But it does all correlate. I mean, once you start physically looking well, your mental health, you you become of more course. confident. Yeah, I think people emotion. think there's a missing link. Like when I tell people, even clients, like when they start off, I'm like, right, we're just going to focus on. Uh, like habit forming and stress management and sleep and stuff at the start they're going yeah, yeah but I want to lose weight it's like you will get there I promise I will help you lose weight as well oh, that's, that's it's not one or the other you don't have to you know only look into other types of health or how you look you can yeah. do both you mentioned something very key there habit formation yeah that's very massive one. Oh my god people are expecting me to tell them how many calories to be eaten and um, and grams of protein and right I'm going to do five gym sessions yeah. a week and I'm like you have haven't been to a gym in two years and, and you, know, you want to tell yourself you're going to go six days a week like you need to focus on the basics people first. just fall off a cliff then massively they'll wow. do it for two weeks and then that's it like. change is so difficult to change is so so hard because we're hard wired just to repeat the same habits that we've done the day before yeah so for anyone to change it has to be like it's so minute you know what i mean it's the smallest thing it could be turn up to the gym once a week and then you just build on that yeah. and you build on the habit of actually going to the gym but it, it has to start really small I no, we're an impatient generation though we are we're so impatient i think yeah. we're all very impatient but i think people always think that change is always drastic change is mm. i feel very gradual it just happens kind of over time it's not something that just all of a sudden just happens you know what i mean and especially habit formation that's a really interesting one did you do a course on on the, this side of personal training not at all so my no. qualification was literally have you, sorry, have you done, six have, weeks online and you just get sent i didn't even i went in for the assessment in person on the last yeah, day and that was it. but the the learning really is from talking to people and coaching people and obviously having coaches ex- myself helped massively it's experience because i gathered information from them yeah um and i've had a few different trainers and coaches and business mentors and all over the years but that's a great point i think the more you get into it the more you want to learn so yeah. th- the more you kind of seek these people that are in maybe a greater position than you and then you'll go seek what they've done 
for yourself you know what i mean yeah. if someone's truly passionate about something then they'll never want to stop learning you know what i mean they'll be seeking all these other people like just even because we we only met back in i think it was january um they'd ran an event um the two lads martin and Stephen, in yeah. i think it was the radisson yeah hotel you know what i mean and just even surround yourself by people that are in there and seeking other mentors and just going to these like you're shown you're willing to learn you're enthusiastic about like developing your own knowledge yeah but i think that's so important because i often find just from my own experience of of like being in gyms and seeing people in gyms they get the qualification and then they don't pursue anything else with it it's like you're not really truly passionate about this you know what i mean people kind of just go through and it, i don't like to, it's like it's not a nice thing to see but it's great to be sitting across from someone that is truly passionate about it and you're, you're seeking more and more after being qualified yeah which i think is so important just to develop your skill as like you said one key aspect as well is just exposure like you being on the gym floor yeah. and what you learn from just interacting small little interactions between p- different people as well but it's the same with the clients like i would say exactly the same thing to them if you want to learn more about health and fitness like yeah. you need to surround yourself with that so that's it that's part of the reason why our gym is very much about community because people are going in and they're like i don't know what i'm doing and then all of a sudden they get chatting to the person beside them and they only started two weeks ago and yeah. here's some tips that i've gathered and like it's amazing but you have you are you are who you surround yourself with like so if you're in the right environment there's no there's no stopping you really 100 percent. sorry i just had to check the camera because they will turn <laughs> off after 20 minutes but you're dead right um i have another question for you i know quite a while ago you done a photo shoot is that something you still do in the gym so the ones, yeah, the ones we do in the gym are for clients, but for it's clients. not really run the same way as what we did. It's, it's changed, has it? Yeah. Because they, they can be quite drastic and they can take a great toll on, on the body. Yeah. Did you experience anything like that? Yeah, was it, was so it, there was uh, a trend prob- last year, the year before, um, and it just kind of rocked the fitness world. Yeah, has, and, has it, has and it, then every personal trainer has kind it of... Slu- has it slowed it off? Uh, I think there's a little bit more of a bad rep with them now. Interesting. But um, it kind of became this thing that if you didn't do it as a PT, you weren't walking, you know, the walking walk the walk. walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we decided as a staff that we'd all do one. And we were like, right now, we're going to do this properly. Yeah. We're going to get down to lean as we possibly can. We're going to cover ourselves in tan and baby oil. We're going to take the photos. Um, and we'll just show people that, you know, we can do it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, very quickly we realized that it was a terrible idea what we did was it it wasn't a long enough time yeah um i had just started with a coach and i told him i wanted to lose a little bit of body fat and then yeah. go into a gaining phase and then all of a sudden he mentioned this photo shoot to me and i was like right let's do it but the time frame was just way too small so yeah. um for what we the, the targets we had set ourselves as a staff like we wanted to look good we wanted everybody to look lean and impressive and yeah. like we wanted people to think yeah i want to go to them like they're they're all doing it you want to walk to walk as a group and yeah, yeah, yeah but, and, lead, and lead by example but the the behind the scenes of that was really tough like we were getting complaints from clients towards the end that we were all miserable that we'd no energy that our classes uh-huh. were go- like we couldn't our brain function went down so our check-in um, quality was crap our classes were crap it was just and what was that due to just the depletion of just calories m- massively yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. for me like i i'm a small female anyway but the calories that i had to go to like i was just it was crazy really? and i didn't even tell my own clients what i was on because yeah. i would never put them on the calories that i was on yeah yeah um to try and get to where i needed to be but like it just and destroyed how, us totally and, destroyed and, us. and how long did it go on for um i did it for i think it was about 17 weeks 
Um, Jeez, so it was 70 supposed, weeks. Yeah, it was July to November. Wow. And there was, I think I had two days where I went over my calories in that time. That's crazy. That's um, such a, oh my it was God, very extreme. A, this wasn't a like balanced, have your fun on the weekends or have your treats every day. Like this dismant. was two that, yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of had never done anything that extreme. Yeah. I'd lost a bit of weight, gained it back, lost a bit of weight, gained it back. So I was like, no, for once I'm going to get to where I want to be. But uh, I just, I didn't realize and how, how tough it was going to be. How did you deal with a post photo shoot? <laughs> I would look. So the plan was that I'd get it, uh, as, as small as I could, and then because your body reverse is, out. Yeah, yeah. It must find it very hard to go back to what it was doing before. Oh, absolutely. Even yeah. the day of the photo shoot when we went out for dinner, we were all expecting to go out and have burgers and desserts and everything. And like two or three bites into the meal, we were all sick as dogs because really? we hadn't eaten anything like that for months. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, so obviously then you're depriving yourself of stuff for so long. With the calories I was on, it was very little kind of indulgent food that I could fit into those. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to be a nice reverse out, slowly increase my food, really controlled, was just a disaster. Like I just couldn't. I, I wanted everything around me all the time. Yeah. Friends and family were throwing food and drink at me because I hadn't had anything like that for months. And uh we just kept saying, once the photo shoot's over now, I'll have a great Christmas and I'll, I'll do all that. And, go, and did you have a great Christmas? I did. I had an amazing yeah. Christmas, uh, but the weight went back on me very quickly. Oh and really? actually, I'm now at the other side of that. So I am now heavier than I was before I started the photo shoot prep. Good bit heavier. But in because a, I in couldn't. A, it a, is in a healthy way, but yeah. at the same time, that came from six months of very strong restriction to then not being able to hold back at all was this only um november of last year yeah 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 so just from january to now i kind of started backtracking and trying to lose a bit of weight again and i just thought you know what so i can't do it, this anymore it's so not it's not something you recommend <clears throat> it depends on the person i've seen people who really just love the process even bodybuilding like there's people who absolutely adore it oh, of course Females yeah, yeah, who yeah, yeah. think it's amazing they they're not massively emotionally connected with food or anything so it doesn't really bother them that much yeah. um but for the majority of people it's not something I is, it, is, it, is there any traits that you took from it that like in terms of being so disciplined with your food and everything else that goes with it is there any traits that, that you took from doing the photo shoot that you still have now yeah i mean i th- i i would have said i was always a massive foodie and i would struggle to say no to food but yeah. after six months of saying no to um, all the things I would have said I was massively addicted to sugar yeah. and uh, and even drinks and stuff. I didn't have a sip of alcohol for six months and it didn't bother me at all. That's brilliant. So how, how did that make you feel? Yeah. Or in, in terms of how, well, I suppose there's so much going on with the depletion of calories. Yeah, did, you actually, yeah. did you actually notice any difference when you went off alcohol? Even social, even in a social sense? I think I, when you go out and you don't drink, you really notice how little you're missing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I would have, yeah. I, and even that, that's one thing that stuck with me. I very rarely drink Interesting. Anymore. I didn't drink a whole lot before. Yeah. But, um. Do you feel like more people are I just couldn't be arsed. Yeah. I just, wh- when you actually give yourself the chance to cut it out completely for a long time, you'll realize that you're just not missing that much when you don't drink. You'll go out with your friends and it's the same conversations over and over again. Yeah. And, um, even the nightclubs once it gets past 11 12 like i was so happy to go home to bed yeah. and i still do that now i'll yeah. go out and have two or three drinks and then i'm home at 12 o'clock and would you have many friends around you that would think the think in a similar sense uh well any anybody that i work with now wouldn't be big drinkers and my yeah. own friends are not really big drinkers either yeah. now we love we love a drink the odd time but of course no i've never had friends that were that's interesting i think from just talking to many people now i think the age that we're at that more and more people are slowly coming away from drink. 
Like, it, I just feel it takes so much from you. I mean, like, for instance, someone that's in the gym or trying to progress, if you're going out the weekend and you're up on like Saturday doing whatever, you know, drinking and whatever goes with it, then your Sunday is gone. Monday, your energy's still low. Tuesday, you're just about coming around. So it has a massive knock-on effect to your entire week. Yeah. That it's very hard if you want to be healthy and make progress in the gym or try and develop better habits because it's not going to happen if your sleep's off, Yeah, if you've been drinking. But it's quite interesting. I think we live in a country where the social scene is all revolved around drink. Yeah, it but that depends on who, who you are. Yeah, so I would have thought that's that. That's a good point. But now most of my socializing is meeting people for walks, coffee, lunches. Oh, that's brilliant. I go and do gym sessions with people. I was only talking about this recently. Like I've made so many friends from just texting people on Instagram that are also either just love the gym or are PTs themselves. And it's like, do you want to go and do a gym session together? Or I love that. Meet up and go for a walk. So I've met loads of people that way. Interesting. Um, by just finding people that I knew had the same interests and socializing that way instead you of made, you make a great point going there. out to the pub with the same people that I would just, have from just seeking people that are very like yourself yeah that they're is, there they're there I think people think they're not but they are there they're there my camera just went off so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna flick it back on just give me two seconds alright <clears throat> like I was saying um, that's such an interesting perspective so your kind of social how you socialize now is different yeah which I think is really important and just even reaching out to people I suppose this, how this kind of happened Actually, shout out to Brian Foley because it's his suggestion. <laughs> um, and it's kind of got me on this role of why not just speak to as many people as you can? And, and it's so easy nowadays to reach out to people that are like-minded because Instagram is just a portfolio of who you are. And people can kind of see, such as your, your own page. Absolutely, yeah. I love also, do you, do you get much media training? Because a lot no. of you guys that I see that work for STPT, very confident behind the camera. And I think it's, it's one of the greatest skills nowadays that anyone can have is to actually speak behind a camera because it's a very weird experience. Very weird. Very yeah. strange. I actually don't do a lot of myself. Like obviously the whole podcast format's different because the camera's not in front of me. You know what I mean? But to speak behind a camera and to know that an audience will watch it, how does that normally make you feel? I think the first time, I remember like when I started working in the gym, Stephen straight away was on to me and he was like, get onto your phone, get onto your stories. And I was thinking, if people who know me from when I was younger see me talking to myself, they're going to be like, who does she think she is? is actually, the first time I did it, three or four people like that I haven't talked to since primary school wrote to me and they're like, this is great. Like, it's so good to see you, you go. seem like you're doing really well. And it's just, once you get that positive feedback once or twice, you're like, actually... I watch people do this every day and I don't think it's weird. So why do I think people will think the same as me? And even talking to my stories now, I don't pay attention to the fact that there could be a thousand people watching that. You just forget because you're in your living room or you're and in the gym it, talking that's to That's impressive. Do you, a thousand views? <laughs> Sometimes. So depends. If I'm consistent enough, yeah. That's incredible. Well, not the thousand views. <laughs> um, what I'm more fascinated by and admire that you do is even speaking to the camera. Like that's it. Like I said, it's it's. It, but it builds your confidence as well. Yeah. It it dramatically builds your confidence, and then people can relate to you much more. Massively. And you made a good point there. Yeah. Like you watch people do it, so why can't you do it? <laughs> it's I like know. it's like it makes so much sense. Just if you're able to speak and speak well, and what also happens is that you actually over time you become better at speaking. Yeah. Because you do it on a consistent basis. Oh, I couldn't I d couldn't care less now, but the first yeah. few times I did it, I had to make sure that nobody could hear me. Yeah. Um and I'd I'd rewatch it like forty times. Oh, and now bad, I could be it? in my pajamas first thing in the morning and something and occurs to me and I just throw it up. Brilliant. Um but the interaction then, like I have people who talk to me on Instagram all the time now and 
I'll meet them in person for the first time and they know everything about me. They know what I had for breakfast. It's they very, know it's very my dog, my family, Do you, the gym. Have you ever got anyone younger walking up to you and saying hello or no, recognizing No, that hasn't happened yet. So. But I have had other people tell me that they were talking about me, if you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, people yeah. I didn't know. And I like that has never happened to me when I was younger either. Like my own, my own personal Instagram wouldn't have had a big following or anything at all. So it, it's, it's weird. It it's, is weird. It's very strange. It happened to me once not so long ago. Um, I was, what was it? It was the flavors of Fingal. And this young guy, about 16, walked up to me and said, hello. He, he said, he said my old Instagram name, which used to be Hempton's Health. Okay. And it completely started. I mean, it probably happened to you at some stage as well because I'd say people a, probably recognize me but don't say anything, which I'm so. glad of because I, I, I don't know. I would always say hello, but my re- <laughs> I, I just, I know it, I'm, it hasn't happened to me yet. I haven't yeah, reached yeah. that level of fame yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not saying that I yes. have either. But he, he, this young guy, lovely fellow, walked up to me and goes, Oh, Hampton's Health. And I was so taken back. I kind of, for a second, froze because when something like this happens, you're like, you're startled because you're like, how does he know me? Yeah, he's saying a name. Mm. Like I said, it could happen to you one day. And it's very, it's a very strange feeling because like you said, people recognize you and people actually pick up on everything that you put up, especially if they watch you often. And they're seeing things almost that you don't see yourself. Because there's once or twice, even the group of lads that I would train quite often, see things on my stories that I have not seen before. It's like, it's like people are having this other perspective on your own life, which is, it's, it's very much like uh, it's an in-depth kind of observation of who you are. Yeah. And their feedback to you, it's, it's just bizarre. It's I just know. A, it's weird because to me, it's just putting up myself. Yeah. But then on the business side of things, I might have somebody who will write to me one day and they're like, I've been following you for a year. Um, you put up a post about six months ago about this and it really resonated with me. And I'm going, oh my God, like, I don't know who this person is. There you go. Um, they know everything about me and they they like my personality. I mean, you're selling your personality really as a That's coach. what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. It's cool but to be able to just be yourself and then make money off it. I was going to say, you said that well. Just you're being authentic. You're yeah. just being who you are. You're not trying to, that's what I like. And that's what I kind of resonate a lot just from watching your own stories and just seeing your page is that like, you're not playing, you're not acting. You know what I mean? You're not putting on an act. You're just being who you are in the moment. And people relate to that so much more than, because people see two things. People are very clever. You know what I mean? If you're putting on this persona of who you were and trying to be something that you're not, people are like, I can see through this fella. You know what I mean? And then people, obviously, they normally kind of shift away because they're they're too smart for it. Anyway, I'll move on to (laughs) the last point I had. I actually have one more question that popped into my mind there. But So talking about psychology a small bit, how is there a technique or is there something that you use or maybe do to help change the mindset of a client that you have that comes into you originally? This is kind of going back to kind of all client base once again. Um, there's a couple of things. I think when they start off, yeah. if you try and throw all of that at somebody who like that has come in and said, I want to lose two stone, they yeah. are going to take their money and run the other way because what they want is weight loss. Yeah. Um, I tend to kind of give them small tasks to start off with. Um, and like that, it could be getting to bed earlier than normal. It could be, um, you know, making the making your own breakfast before making the kids breakfast. Something small, yeah. but that they have to do regularly. And I just kind of dot them in. And then when they start to mention those in their check-ins and they're saying, actually, that works really well or like that, I'm starting to feel more energy than I have before. or I'm feeling happier day to day. That's when I'll point it out. I'm mm. like, that's why you're really here. There you go. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like that yeah. this is this is what we've been building on. So I'll get them to build the habits, but not really go into the detail on why. 
Um, and then they kind of, they figure it out themselves after a while. They go, oh my God. Like they could do an entire check-in and not mention their scales or, the, yeah. or anything like that. And I'm going, look at what you just told me was your big win for the week. It had nothing to do with your weight. There you go, yeah. Um, and I mean, when they're having weeks where they feel like everything's gone up in the air, I'll just point out all the things that went really well for them and why they're doing this. It's very I think their why is really important. Yeah. You know, why are you actually here? Like, is it to lose weight or is it to be able to to feel good in yourself and feel confident? Well, you're, get, you're getting to the root cause of, of yeah. like, why yeah. they're showing up to yourself. Yeah. But I think that's so powerful. You keep mentioning, I do love it, is, is habits because whatever it may be, if you want to get successful in the sense of losing weight or whatever it may be, it's like dial in your habits because your habits are what's going to lead to the outcome of what you hope to happen, what you perceive that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's very interesting here because I haven't heard many people talk about it before, just even in the kind of sphere of, of health and fitness, but it is so important. It's like, do you, is there any habits that kind of spring to mind that you would advise your clients to get better at oh my god there's so many <laughs> yeah if there was one if there was one area um planning ahead and just with with food and with the days that they're going to exercise so mm. i mean morning routine is i know something you're you're big into as well but if you pre-book the days that you're going to the gym if you pre-decide what your meals are going to be for the week before you do the food shop if you have all of that prepped it's just about doing. I think people wait for this massive motivation oh, and this inspiration to land on them. Great it point. doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. not motivated massive. I don't wake up in the morning and go, I just cannot wait to go to the gym today. I wake up in the morning and go, I'm booked into the gym for nine o'clock. So, so I'm going to so go to going, the gym at nine o'clock. Yeah. And when I leave the gym, I'm delighted with myself. That's so important. I think having a schedule. Yeah. And it, it, like for your clients, is the schedule kind of laid out for them or can they see it or is it just, would it be like on their phone or where would it's it normally be? It's completely different for person to person. person. Okay. So, um, again, the difference between somebody who is working a part-time job um, and in college is going to be very different to a mom of three who of is course, yeah, um, yeah. running around after kids. So the one thing I would say is I don't give anybody a strict schedule because yeah. I find that the second they fall down on that, they've given up. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like, I'll start again on Monday kind of mindset. So it's a, here's the things I want you to try and fit into your day. But if yeah. that doesn't happen, you're just going to do it again the next day. Exactly. Just come back the next day, yeah. Yeah. And come back with a better approach. Sorry, my question was like, how would you, not, not schedule their, their week, but how would you kind of make them see their week? Is it like, um, is it a calendar that they have in front or a planner they have in front of them? Or is it, it something it, they see or is it, they just know? No, I, I wouldn't give them one. No. Um, but it, but it, it depends on the person. They have to set it themselves. Of course, so okay, whatever okay. way they want to do that, I usually do. You use any formats? Is there any formats no, you use? No, I don't because it depends on the person. Oh, okay. I think that's one thing I've I've learned about online coaching is that every individual person has different needs. So some yes. people love that exact right. I want you to go to the gym in the morning, six thirty a.m. three days a week. Yeah, and for other people, it's just you know when you can have a babysitter you're going to go to the gym of course or, it's a different but but even in the way of it, things being laid out yeah one person needs okay here is your tick the box you're going to do every single thing every day yeah that i give you and other people it's a okay you set your own targets for the day it's brilliant um because it's 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 great like i coach people who are are aiming for really specific physique goals and then people who just want to get to the gym twice a week and eat a bit more veg and that's like all it's it such is, yeah. A, yeah so when you get to know that many people i i would say i don't have a coaching style specifically because it completely changes depending on who i'm coaching that's interesting yeah yeah kind of has it, to though it always does yeah you have to you have to cater for the client yeah. it can't but be it keeps it way. interesting for you too 
It does. If I just apply the same thing to everybody, some it'll it work great for some people, but other people will just will fall be off. up and gone. Yeah, fall off. yeah. That's quite interesting. Would you say your own habits are quite dialed in and planning and everything else that goes with it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think so. No. Well, um, to be I, in, to be in a position where you're coaching other people to do it, you, you must be doing something right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I try not to be hypocritical in that sense, but um, I mean, I went from working a job where every minute of every day was planned out for me yeah when i went to the bathroom when i ate everything was fully scheduled tick the box for me yeah, yeah to being completely on my own time so it took a while that's a but it's a i'm a good example of somebody who had to create an entire timetable for themselves in the week yeah um, and there's a little bit of flexibility in there it's nice when you work on your own time and there is a bit of freedom Um, it's nice to have the freedom but yeah i have to if i don't have those daily habits then you lose yourself uh, yeah I think having a, like a plan for the day or just ha- having habits, it gives you such structure for your day that you don't get lost. You know, if you wake up in the morning, you're like, I don't know if I'll go to the gym or I don't know if I'll... Uh, but you won't do it. If you give yourself that option, you most likely won't do the thing you should do. Exactly. Where if you have a plan and you can see it in place, the one thing I like to use and I do promote to the clients that I have is like even something as simple as like a Google Calendar. So you can just see kind of, maybe you might not go to the gym at six in the evening, but you can always, if it's just on, if it's just their place on the day it may not be six in the evening it might be eight o'clock at night whatever time it is at least if you can see it there you're more likely to do it that's Where what i mean you book in these things you book, you book them in yeah. you book them in you know yeah. and then you, it's like you wake up in the morning you're not thinking because i think a lot of people suffer nowadays from like decision fatigue it's like thinking about what am i going to do next what am i going to do today if it's just you set it out a week in advance you sit on a sunday plan your week or however many days maybe the the night before plan your day things go so much smoother because you're waking up in the morning going like you said that class of nine is booked in. I'm going to be there. Yeah. And that's how it is. It's the same with food. If you have it written out, right, I know I'm having overnight oats every night this week. You make it. It's there in the fridge. You don't have to make that decision. Exactly. Poor food choices are made when you leave the decision till you're starving. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I do that as well. So yeah, deci- decision fatigue is a massive thing that people don't really understand. They don't. They so don't. you just have to take that decision it's trying to away minimi- from yourself. Mi- minimize all these things. You know, yeah. I mean, Make your life a bit easier for yourself by just having more structure. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all yeah. it is. I've one last question, Ashley. I don't know if you touched on it. I think you may have mentioned it. You may have mentioned when you mentioned stress management a small bit. And mm. um, we've mentioned all aspects of health, but there's an area of health that I'm quite interested in, and it's spiritual health. Yeah. Is there any practices you do or kind of promote? I don't know if you did mention. Did you mention something about breathing exercise earlier on? Or did um, I? I look. I'm I'm trying to get into that world a little bit more now. Um, slowly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would struggle with things like meditate. Just my brain goes a thousand miles an hour, but that's exactly why I need to start doing things like that. Yeah. Um. But even journaling and starting to yeah, have so that journaling, little sorry, bit more self awareness. Journaling, journaling. That's that's yeah. what I meant. That's what brought it up. Journaling. That's yeah. quite interesting because having I, your thoughts on a page decluttering your mind is is powerful. It's huge, and I I I am not somebody who does the whole 5 a.m. right I'm going to journal I have all these prompts I have a special thing and then I go and do yoga I am a bit scattered with that stuff still I'm still learning how to put structure onto that kind of thing but um on the days that I'm really stressed or there's 50 things on my mind just getting it all out on a page and actually even sometimes when you're writing it out it just you realize as you're writing it that it's not anything to be worried about no you start figuring uh, out as well yeah and even uh, yoga and things like that like they are incredible if you can find one thing that you think helps you in the spiritual sense, it makes a massive difference do you, to your life. Do you do any kind of mind-body practice such as yoga? Is, is stretching any part of what you do at SCPT or is it just focus around exercise? Um, we don't, do, I don't, not really. Like we'd be yeah. mainly stretching. Now, obviously we make sure that 
mobility uh, of course, practices yeah, and stuff yeah, are yeah, there yeah. for injury purposes. Yeah. Um, but we would massively encourage it with people who do need that that little bit of stress management. I think that's where it would mainly come in. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm only starting to learn a little bit more about that. So and I'm bringing it into my lovely. coaching slowly. Very nice. But it's somewhere that I definitely need to, to Very do a good. little bit more research that's, on. I love it. I love hearing that. But I, I think with all aspects of health and like we talked about, it is heading in a better direction, I feel. Yeah. It There's still a little is. bit of stigma there around spiritual side of things. 100%, um, yeah. And I'd be one of them. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm very, like, I'm a, I'm a science teacher. I'm very much about, yeah. you know, the facts and the figures. But um, Self-awareness is key, especially when you're trying yeah. to change someone as well. And yeah. I think that, and if you're that, open-minded to these things, it makes a huge difference. It definitely does. Yeah. It definitely does. Ashin, it's been a lovely conversation. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. It's flowed very well. I know. Um, <laughs> I love your honesty. I love how authentic you are. Um, and just keep doing what you're doing. It seems Thank to be going well. No problem. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. Happy days. I haven't a clue how long that was. No idea. There we have it, the podcast in full with Ashley. And so, like I said before, I hope you're taking some value. I hope you're maybe learning something, if you're listening to this, that you're learning something new that you didn't know before. Because that's where the value lies in coming across new information or just hearing someone's perspective or experience on life and just picking up on something. So, yeah. There we have it, the podcast in full with Ashleen. Um, it was a very enjoyable conversation. Um, it, I felt that it flowed well enough. And yeah, I look forward to the next one. And if you have any recommendations of anyone you'd like to see on the show, I'm all ears and all eyes as well. So um, throw it in my way. And if you do listen to this podcast, please maybe share it with someone else that you feel would benefit from listening to it as well. My name is James Hempton. Once again, you are, you're very welcome. And I appreciate your time. You're always very welcome, but I appreciate your time and your energy and your attention, which is vitally important. And like I said, um, if you've enjoyed it, please share it with someone else. It'll help the show grow. And uh, I'll be very grateful as well. So listen, have a lovely day and take it easy. All the best.